Look at Mark chapter 16. It's 20 of 12. You'll be out by 12. I'll be through by 12 o'clock. I don't preach a long time. I don't know enough to preach a long time. Mark 16, verses 1 through 4. Mark 16, 1 through 4. If you'll stand, please. I don't rush a message. Don't rush it at all. I just want you to follow along with me and uh, just get to it and get it said. Mark 16, <clears throat> 1 through 4. And when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James and Salome had bought sweet spices that they might come and anoint him. And very early in the morning, the first day of the week, that Sunday, they came into the sepulchre at the rising of the sun. And they said among themselves, Who shall roll us away the stone from the door of the sepulchre? And when they looked, they saw the stone was rolled away, for it was very great. They asked, Who shall roll away the stone? And then they saw that the stone was rolled away. Let's make an application. What stones do you need rolled away? Amen. What stones do you need rolled away? Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you for this good crowd today and the wonderful singing and the fellowship, the time together. Oh, we love you, Lord Jesus, and we worship and adore and praise you this morning. Thank you that you are living Lord and alive forevermore. Now, Holy Spirit, be our preacher. Share with us wonderful words of life. And dear Lord, I'll pray, I'll praise you for all you do, for asking in your name of a thanksgiving. Amen. Thank you. Be seated. These women were very concerned about this heavy stone over the tomb of Jesus. They did not have the ability to move it. By way of application, there are many stones that can come between us and the life we desire. Just like those women, we have no ability to move those stones. You can't move them. But the power of God can. It takes that supernatural power of God. Now let's look at some of the stones that may be between you and the life that you desire to live. The quality of life that God wants you to have. And ask yourself this question. What stones are there in my life that need to be rolled away? First of all, notice the stone of separation. Think of this. These women, at least in their minds, were kept from the body of the Lord Jesus. Uh, they got some consolation of knowing that maybe they could see that body and touch that body. They weren't expecting the tomb to be empty. But they could get a little consolation by being near Jesus' body and further embalming that body. But there's the stone. It's between them and Him. And they do not know how it can be rolled away. It was a painful thing. They were separated. It was a stone of separation. Are there stones in your life that are causing separation? Maybe separation from a relationship. Maybe you're suffering from a dysfunctional marriage or a failed relationship. It's not the way you want it to be. There's something there. There's a stone there. It's too heavy for you to move. You can't move it. It's there. It's separating you from the life you really want to live. What about a wayward child? A child you brought up in church. A, a child that knows better. Now the child's breaking your heart. They're not in church very often. 
They don't seem to care about spiritual things. And that's separating you from that child. And you've tried to help. You've prayed over them and nothing's happened yet. There's that stone. You can't move it. Only the power of God can. But He can. What about hurt feelings in a family? A lot of that going on, you know. Hurt feelings in families where the family members can't seem to get along together. And you can't put it back together. You've prayed over it. You've talked to them. You've tried to do everything you can. But it's still there. You're separated from your family member, that child or whatever it might be. And it's hurting you. It's breaking your heart. And you can't seem to do anything about it. What about the betrayal of a friend? You ever had a close friend betray you? Just break your heart? Disappoint you terribly? That, that's a terrible feeling, that pain of separation between you and that friend of a lifetime that you grew up with, you had for a long time, and now you're not reconciled. You're broken up. There's something between you, and you can't put it back together. You can't do that, but God can. It takes something more than you. It takes a power beyond you. And Luke one thirty seven says, For nothing shall be impossible with God. I'm glad that God can roll away a stone of separation between us and whatever's keeping us from having the life we desire and want to live for His glory and honor in these days in the 21st century. I'm glad He can roll away that stone. Amen. And make life worth living again. And you can have that today Amen. if you want that. Broken families together again. Children back home again. Families reconciled again. All of that by the power of God. And if I didn't believe that, I'd get in the car and go home. I wouldn't come back to church anymore, mister. I believe God has all power. He rolled away that stone so his son could come out on the third day. And he can roll away your stone as well. That stone of separation. What kind of stones do you need rolled away? There's a second kind of stone that needs to be rolled away. Could I know what it is? Say amen. amen. I love saying that. I love being with you on Easter Sunday. Not only the stone of separation, but the stone of desperation. That's illustrated in Mary Magdalene. You remember her, Mary of Magdala, that little town. The first night of Jesus' body being in the tomb, it was unguarded. The next two days it was guarded by Roman soldiers. But the first night, it was unguarded. And Matthew 27, 61 says, Mary sat over against the sepulcher. Can you, can you picture that, ladies and gentlemen? Can you, can you see that? Here's this dear woman, this wretch of a woman before she found the Savior. And he was her everything. She had nothing until she met the Master. He transformed her life. He was her everything. Oh, she was overjoyed. She had something worth living for. She had a Savior in the Lord Jesus Christ. But now, he's dead. He's gone. Her life is over. Everything she lived for. No hope. No reason to go on. Jesus has died. First night she laid over against that tomb all night long. She was desperate. She was discouraged. She was despairing. 
there was a stone between her and him. All of you who are saved this morning will testify to this. There's nothing more painful. There's nothing that makes you more desperate than to feel like your Lord is not listening to you. That your Lord is not aware of what's going on with you. That He seems oblivious to your pain and all that's happening in your life. He doesn't seem to care. There's nothing hurts a child of God any more than feeling like they're cut off and separated from their Lord. Nothing hurts more than that. Job, those 11 months that he suffered so intensely, lost everything near and dear to him. His health, his wealth, his respect in the community. Ten children died. Can you imagine ten, attending a funeral with ten caskets lined up and all ten of them are your children's bodies laying there? The man suffered immensely. But you know what hurt him more than even that? He felt like God had abandoned him. He said this in Job 10 verse 2. Why do you condemn me? Why are you against me? For 11 months there was no word, no explanation. Job had no idea what was going on. And of course his three friends so called. Who needs friends like that? Who are accusing him and saying, oh, it's because there's sin in your life. You've done something wrong, fella. Or you wouldn't be going through this. But nothing hurt him like feeling like God has abandoned me. He doesn't care about me anymore. A stone of desperation that was between Job and his God. Let me ask you something. Where are you with the Lord Jesus today? How do you think he feels about you? What is your relationship with him? Is it joyful? Is it meaningful? Is he your all in all? Or is there something between you and your Savior? He can roll that away and make life worth living again. It happened with Job. Job chapter 42. And the Lord turned the captivity of Job. And the Lord blessed him with twice as much as he had before. Hang around, dear friend. Keep your faith in God. Don't give up on the Lord Jesus. If you ever trusted Him before, give Him the benefit of the doubt today. He'll come back around and He'll roll away that stone of desperation. And everything will be wonderful again in your life. If you believe that, say amen. Amen. The stone of desperation. A lot of desperate people today. I talked to a 15-year-old boy the other day. I believe that's the saddest human being I've ever talked to in all of my life, Roger. Abandoned by his mother when he was born. Has never known his father. Passed around from one foster home to another. Sexually abused. Physically abused. 15 years old. He said, I don't care about anything because nobody cares about me. He cuts sometimes as suicidal ideation. 
And if somebody doesn't get to that boy, if that stone of desperation is not rolled off his life, I'll get a call in the near future and the person on the other end will say, Skylar has died. It will happen. There's so many desperate people in this world. And they've tried about everything and they've, they've mustered up all their own strength and said, I think I can get beyond this, but they can't get beyond it. Only the power of God can get them to beyond it. Only Jesus Christ and His resurrection power can help anybody roll away that stone of desperation. And if you're here like that, He can roll away your stone. Amen. Amen. Bless and then there's the third and final thing. Thank God for this one. The stone of anticipation. Here's these women going to the tomb very early in the morning, Sunday morning, just before daylight. And they're talking among themselves, who's going to roll away the stone? We can't do it. It's very great. It's heavier than we are. Then we can make it roll. We can't do it. Who's going to roll away the stone? But the fact that they asked who can roll away the stone, there was a little bit of anticipation there that if they could find somebody and roll away that stone, they could get into where Jesus was. That's anticipation. Thank God for hope. Amen. Thank God for living hope. Yes. Jesus Christ is alive and therefore we have a living hope. This is not blowing smoke. This is not pie in the sky. This is reality, ladies and gentlemen. Christ lives and He lives for you. Amen. When they got there, guess what happened? The stone had already been rolled away. They peeked in and the body of Jesus was missing. They thought somebody had stolen the body. But his body was missing. You and I know what happened to that body, don't we? Amen. What happened? He rose from the dead, right? Raised by the power of God. But they went to that tomb. The stone had been rolled away. What was between them and the Savior was no longer there. That stone was gone. And whatever's in your life, if you can only believe Jesus Christ can roll it away, whatever's between you and Him, He can take care of it. He has the power. I hope you've lived long enough to figure this out, ladies and gentlemen. Life is bigger than you are. You're no match for it. You can't handle it. We, we've got this idea that we can somehow put it back together, but you never will. But He can do it for you. They couldn't roll away that stone. You can't roll away your stone. But the power of God rolled it away and the power of God can help you with anything between you and the life you need this morning. It really can. You know what happened to them? Those dear ladies, Matthew 28, verse 8. And they departed from the tomb with fear and great joy. My soul, why shouldn't they be joyful? Jesus Christ was alive. The angel said, he's not here, he's risen again. And boy, they got excited. Mm, I love it. Now, what is it, dear friend? What is it with you? What stones? Do you need rolled away? 
stone of separation, something wrong between you and some family members, a wayward child, other things. What about the stone of desperation? You say, preacher, I know it's Easter Sunday we're supposed to be celebrating and but if everybody could see the heartache behind my smile and how desperate I really am, well, he sees it. Amen. And he cares about you. Yes. He can roll away that stone of desperation. It'll only get worse, dear friend. It won't get better until you let Jesus roll away that stone. Amen. And then the stone of anticipation. You walk out of here today with joy in your soul, your burdens lifted. And ladies and gentlemen, listen, I'm not just saying that to be saying it. I'm not here today because it's Sunday. I'm not here today to draw, draw a paycheck. I'm here because from the top of my head to the soles of my feet, I believe everything I'm saying. Amen. I know that I know he's real and he makes my life worth living. And he helps me when I can't help myself. Amen. And he'll do the same for you today. Let's bow for prayer. Our musicians are coming. I wonder, do you have any stones in your life that need to be rolled away? You can't do it. We've got this about us. Well, preacher, I think I've got it under control. Those women could not roll away that stone. Do you understand that? Those women could not roll away that stone. It was too heavy. And you can't roll away yours. Only the dear Lord can do that for you. And he has a marvelous supernatural way of doing that. And he'll do it for you today. I wonder when they're ready to play. Let me ask you a question. With heads bowed and eyes closed, nobody looking. I wouldn't come to you. I wouldn't embarrass you for the world. And nobody will know about this. I'm going to ask this second question in a minute. But first question is, how many of you can say, Preacher, I know this risen Christ. He is my personal Savior. He lives in my heart. If I die today, I'd go straight to heaven. Preacher, I'm saved and sure. Can I see your hands? I know that I know. I know this risen Savior. God bless you. There's nobody looking around now. Nobody will come to you. No traps, no tricks. This is you and God. Preacher, I don't know that if I died today I'd go to heaven. I'm just being honest in God's house. I do not know for sure that Jesus is my personal Savior. But I'd like to be remembered in prayer, preacher. Pray for me. Would you lift your hand anywhere in the building? Preacher, I'm not sure I'm saved. Pray for me. God bless you. God bless you. How many of you have stones that need to be rolled away? Bless your heart. Preacher, I, it's too heavy. I, I can't do it. I can't roll it away. I don't know what it is, but he does. Preacher, I have special needs. God knows what they are. And I'd like to be remembered in prayer. Preacher, pray for me today. Would you lift your hand up, please? God bless you and you and you and you. Let's stand, if you will, please, with heads bowed. Everyone standing who possibly can. And Wayne's going to lead us in a song. And you that raised your hand, if you want to come and say, Lord, roll away the stone in my life. I'm tired of it. I pushed against it and pushed against it. And I can't move it. Will you move it today?
Wayne, tell us what we're singing. You come while we sing. In the church hymnal, it's page 385. Softly and tenderly this morning. Sing it with him, please, and you come if you'd like. Softly and tenderly, Jesus is calling. Yes, yes, he is. salvation. I thank you for Jesus Christ dying for our sins. 
Lord, even while we were sinners, He yet died for us. God, I thank you. Give us thankful hearts, Lord. Give us, Lord, today, Lord, that we would give you praise. Lord, be with the many sick and the hurting this morning, God. And, Lord, most more so the ones that know you not and bring part of the sin, God, we pray for those this morning. That they would come to know you before it's everlasting too late. We love you. We thank you. Be with the families. Lord, this morning, make this church bless them in a mighty way. Give us a good day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.